0: This defense will not be elite if T.J. Watt isn't afforded the opportunity to be elite. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. On paper, and pretty much on paper alone, TJ Watts having a fine season. And he has an impact on every game he plays, even if he doesn't produce the numbers. But he's got five sacks and all the other various metrics. But he's not getting back there. And he knows that. He knows that. That individual, when he came into the Heinz Field media room the other day after the win, and this was a win against the Broncos, was frustrated. And I'm not guessing at that since that's the exact term he used. He's frustrated. He's not getting back there. Sometimes, as was the case in the Denver game, the Broncos were getting away with false starts against him. Sometimes, as was the case the previous week in Green Bay, they're getting away with a lot of holding. Of course, that's been true throughout his career. And then there's also the not-so-small factor of his still undoubtedly being slowed by the groin injury. Those things do not just go away with the snap of a finger. He'll need the bye week to at least come closer to being at his best. But even those aren't really the issue here. Remember how when Bud Dupree went down in the 2020 season and the immediate concern, besides the obvious, was that, well, of course, teams are now going to double TJ. They're going to they're put people in there. They're going to make sure that TJ doesn't do what he can do, the equivalent of intentionally walking the other team's best hitter. We're going to put him on base. We're going to do them a little bit of a favor by taking two people out of our system, but we're not letting him single-handedly wreck us. And then the strangest thing happened. No one did it. (laughs) you remember this? (laughs) Like, kept waiting for the one team that was going to gimmick up TJ, and nobody really did it. I mean, there might have been the occasional chip, but there wasn't an all-out, yeah, we are just erasing him from the scheme. And now they are. And now they are. The Broncos and I think this hurt them way more than it helped, kept their outstanding tight end Noah Fant in to block most of the time. I don't believe the Steelers saw that coming, certainly not the way Mike Tomlin had talked up Fant in his press conference the Tuesday before the game. They made it sound like this was going to be a real, real big concern for them, meaning preventing his is receiving ability from hurting them. Hardly ever went out for a pass, just stayed in on TJ. Regardless, regardless, that component has to change. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs, leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how. You'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. Here's what's got to happen, because you can't just accept this if you're Tomlin, Keith Butler, and the Steelers. You can't just say, oh, well, this is okay, because... They're going to take their top tight end out of this equation. And we're all right with that. That's a trade-off we'll happily take. No, you can't do that. TJ's ability to wreak havoc, to disrupt the offense, is a part of your own defense being elite, which the Steelers absolutely have to be in order to contend. I know, I know. We all focus on the offense and have for weeks. I'm I'm doing the same, okay? But let's remember that what won the game in Buffalo against the Bills was a defense that looked and acted elite. And you don't get that without TJ being back there. And, by the way, without Minka Fitzpatrick getting takeaways, which really needs to start happening. And, by the way, with Stephon it, getting healthy. And that defensive front getting back to being the best in football as it was in 2020. And without, as long as I'm at it, Devin Bush and Joe Schobert, maturing into the high level of inside linebackers that you need them to be. All of these things have to work in concert. And now that you have Arthur Millette seemingly, seemingly stepping up as their long-awaited Mike Hilton 2.0, you do have other options at your disposal. You do. Who had the biggest sack of the game the other day? Yeah, it was Bush. Came in, looked pretty good, looked pretty confident getting back to Teddy Bridgewater, didn't he? That's what you need more of. I don't know that Mallette is that guy. I don't know that he's got a blitzing uh, pedigree that you'd want to make the centerpiece of your defensive plan. But you have to start getting back there with other people. Look, I, I love what they did in Buffalo where they kept it so simple because they could just go with a four-man rush and make things happen. I thought that was awesome. It was a a, a coordinator's dream come true. But look, the coordinator himself, Butler, acknowledged yesterday that something's gotta change here. Well, we gotta uh, try to attack different people as much as we can. Uh, we know that they're gonna try to, try to take away T, uh, T.J. Just like we try to take away you know their best receiver or something like that. They're going to they're going to try to in protection wise, they're going to try to take away TJ. We know that. So we got to you know adjust a little bit, and maybe attack different parts of their protection. He's right. And what he's not saying there at least not explicitly is they've got a blitz. And they've got an opponent this week in the Seahawks that's a it's a wounded animal on multiple fronts, not least of which is that they're just not very good even when they're healthy. But with no Russell Wilson back there, with you know Geno Smith at age 31 back there, go. Go get him. Don't make this interesting. Don't make this interesting. Send people. See who's the most effective at getting back there. Maybe someone will surprise you. You know, maybe it's your safeties. When's the last time we saw a safety blitz from the Pittsburgh Steelers? But get back there. And along the way, take some of the heat off number 90 because he really, really needs to be let loose. And then after that, the bye week, he really, really needs a break to get that that groin all healthy again. When we come back, just one question. time for Just One Question, and that's brought to you always by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg Garbett, Kelly and George. LGKG, they represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG pride themselves in doing what they say they're going to do. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. Learn more about them at LGKG.com or by calling 888-842-842. 5454. Today's J1Q comes from Nate Hinsman who asks with injuries to Juju the DL and continued questions surrounding depth at OL and Corner. Do you foresee the Steelers bringing in a free agent or executing a trade before the deadline? I definitely don't foresee bringing in a free agent because they could have done that really at any time as opposed to just when things heat up closer to the deadline. Which by the way is November 2nd. So it's not that far off, but it's not exactly in their faces just yet. If I'm looking at positions that they need to reinforce, understanding that things can change on any given week when a key guy goes down, I'm really looking at the defensive line. Uh, I'm worried about Toit. There's no reason to expect that he won't be back, but it's been a while now. Um, And at the same time, I can throw into parentheses there that Isaiah Bugs really showed well the other day in Denver and almost nobody's talking about it. And I'm also looking at really depth at other positions. Uh, The wide receivers, you know, I know everyone's going to have stuck in their head that awful drop that Cody White had on his only target the other day, but in fairness, he was very, very good through training camp, and the preseason. And I'm not suggesting he should be one of the starting three at any point, but if you do have Deontay Johnson healthy, Chase Claypool healthy, James Washington healthy, you've still got a pretty solid, deep collection of receivers, to say the least. And if Cody White is your four, or Ray Ray McLeod is your four, then you're doing okay. I, you know, I hate to be a, a, a broken record on this, but I'm still looking for offensive linemen. I mean, it was one and a half good games from this group. Zach Banner coming back, obviously, adds to the depth. But try to picture any one of these other individuals going down. You know, and it gets a little bit dicey. So I, I, I don't know. I, uh, what I do know is this as it relates to the Steelers and possibly adding people. They are still, still sitting on $11 million in change in cap space in a year that they decided to bring back a 39-year-old quarterback for another run at a Super Bowl. Those two things don't nicely add up. So they have the ability to bring in someone... Of a significant impact if they can pull off the right trade and take salary or salary cap space off someone else's hands once they've decided they're out of it and that is a discussion that really doesn't require having a need that can just become a want I can't picture a scenario in which Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Omar Khan, and all the way up to Art Rooney can justify going through an entire season by not using their full allotment of cap space. That just, not this season, you know? Maybe in some season where they're rebuilding or it just didn't line up because all the players they had to pay, the players that they wanted are legitimately cheap or whatever. In this one, it doesn't make sense. You can and arguably should go and pursue a want. There's a whole lot of want out there to be had. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do it again Monday after the game against the Seahawks.